Today is the 29th day of December. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. It's wonderful to be here with you. Couple more days left in this year. We're winding it down. A few more steps to take together as we reach the conclusion of our journey, but we don't ever get ahead of ourselves. We're right here, right now, and our next step forward leads us to the conclusion of the book of Zechariah. So we'll finish that up today and then reach the final book, which is Malachi in the Old Testament. And of course, in the New Testament, we're in the book of Revelation and we'll be wrapping that up too. But let's take the next step forward today. That is Zechariah chapter 14. Listen, a day is coming for the Lord when the plunder taken from you will be divided in your presence. I will gather all the nations to battle against Jerusalem and the city will be taken, the houses plundered and the women raped. Half of the city will go into exile, but the rest of the people will not be cut off from the city. Then the Lord will go out and fight against those nations as he fights on a day of battle. On that day, his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives, which faces Jerusalem on the east. The Mount of Olives will be split in two from east to west, making a very large valley. Half of the mountain will move toward the north and the other half toward the south. You will flee through my mountain valley, because the mountain valley will reach to Azal. Yes, you will flee, just as you fled from the earthquake in the days of Uzziah, king of Judah. And the Lord my God will come, and all the holy ones will come with him. On that day there will be no light. The light sources will freeze over. It will be a unique day, known to the Lord, neither day nor night but at evening time there will be light. On that day, living water will flow out from Jerusalem, half of it toward the eastern sea and half of it toward the western sea. It will continue to flow in summer and in winter. The Lord will be king over all the earth. On that day, the Lord will be the one and his name will be the one. The whole land will be changed into a plain from Gibat to Ramon, south of Jerusalem. Jerusalem will be elevated and remain in her place, from the Benjamin Gate to the place of the First Gate, to the Corner Gate, and from the Tower of Hananel to the Royal Wine Presses. It will be inhabited, and it will no longer be devoted to destruction. Jerusalem will dwell in security. This will be the plague with which the Lord will strike all the peoples who have waged war against Jerusalem. Their flesh will rot while they are standing on their feet, and their eyes will rot in their sockets, and their tongues will rot in their mouths. On that day there will be a great panic from the Lord among them. They will seize each other by the hand, and the hand of each one will be raised up against his neighbor. Even Judah will fight against Jerusalem, and the wealth of all the surrounding nations will be collected, gold, silver, and clothing in great abundance. In the same way, a plague will afflict the horses, the mules, the camels, the donkeys, and all the animals that will be in those camps. Then every survivor who is left from all the nations that went up against Jerusalem will go up year after year to worship the king, the lord of armies, 
and to celebrate the festival of shelters. But if any of the families of the earth do not go up to Jerusalem to worship the king, the Lord of armies, no rain will fall on them. If the family of clans from Egypt will not go up and enter in, they will be struck by the plague that the Lord used to strike the nations who do not go up to celebrate the festival of shelters. This will be the punishment for Egypt, as well as the punishment for all the nations that will not go up to celebrate the festival of shelters. In that day, this will be inscribed on the bells of the horses, Holy to the Lord. The cooking pots in the Lord's house will be like the sprinkling bowls in front of the altar. Every pot in Jerusalem and in Judah will be holy to the Lord of armies, and all who sacrifice will come and take some of them and cook in them. In that day there will no longer be a Canaanite in the house of the Lord of armies. Revelation 20 Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven. He had the key to the abyss and a great chain in his hand. He seized the dragon, the ancient serpent, who is the devil and Satan, bound him for a thousand years, threw him into the abyss, locked it, and set a seal on it, so that he could no longer deceive the nations until the thousand years came to an end. After this he must be released for a short time. Then I saw thrones, and those who were sitting on them were given the authority to judge. And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded because of their testimony about Jesus and because of the word of God. They had not worshipped the beast in his image, and they did not receive his mark on their forehead and on their hand. They lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. The rest of the dead did not live until the thousand years came to an end. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is the one who has a share in the first resurrection. The second death has no power over them. Instead, they will be priests of God and of Christ, and they will reign with him for a thousand years. When the thousand years came to an end, Satan will be released from his prison. He will go out to deceive the nations that are in the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them for battle. They are as numerous as the sand of the sea. They came up over the broad expanse of the earth and they surrounded the camp of the saints and the beloved city. And fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. And the devil who deceived them was thrown into the lake of fire and sulfur, where the beast and the false prophet are. There they will be tormented day and night, forever and ever. Then I saw a great white throne, and the one who sat on it. The earth and the sky fled from his presence, and no place was found for them. I also saw the dead, great and small, standing in front of the throne, and books were opened. Another book was also opened, which is the book of life. The dead were judged by the things written in the books, according to what they had done. The sea gave up the dead that were in it, and death and the grave gave up the dead that were in them, and they were judged, each one according to what he had done. Death and the grave were thrown into the lake of fire. The lake of fire is the second death. If anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. 
Psalm 148 Praise Him, all creation. Praise Him, all creation. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise Him in the heights. Praise Him, all His angels. Praise Him, all His armies. Praise Him, sun and moon. Praise Him, all you bright stars. Praise Him, you highest heavens and you waters which are above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord, because He commanded and they were created. He caused them to stand forever and ever. He gave a decree and it will not pass away. Praise the Lord from the earth, great sea creatures in all the depths, fire and hail, snow and fog, storm winds that obey His word, mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, wild animals and all cattle, crawling creatures and flying birds, kings of the earth and all peoples, officials and all judges on earth, young men and also young women, old people with young people. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for His name alone is exalted. His splendor is above the earth and the heavens. He has raised up a horn for His people, the praise of all His favored ones, for the children of Israel, the people close to Him. Praise the Lord. Proverbs 31 8 and 9 Speak up for those who cannot speak. Speak for the rights of all those who are defenseless. Speak up, judge fairly, and defend the oppressed and needy. Okay, so as we continue the, the week between the holidays and we're getting our we're getting days beyond Christmas and preparing our lives for this new year that's upon us. And so we look again into the proverb that we read today because we're being given true wisdom that's unfiltered and that can help us as we resolve, right? As we make resolutions, as we resolve to make changes for the better in our lives that we're going to focus on in the weeks and the months ahead. And today... Proverbs speaks to us and asks us to speak. It says, speak up for those who cannot speak. Speak for the rights of all those who are defenseless. Speak up, judge fairly, and defend the oppressed and needy. And we can hear that and we can probably all shake our heads and say, yes, liberty, freedom, justice, yes. This is what we should all be going for. But like agreeing with it isn't, isn't what the proverb is asking of us. It's not simply saying, you know, have give mental assent to the idea of this kind of justice and liberty. It says to do something. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. Speak for the rights of all those who are defenseless. Speak up, judge fairly, defend the oppressed and needy. And it's really easy for a proverb like this to get ambushed and taken and taken for a different sort of agenda and, and something that fits into whatever the political climate is. 
the proverb isn't going into all that. It's not saying make sure you elect the right officials who will bring liberty and justice and freedom for the defenseless. It's a call to obey the voice of wisdom individually. And that can mean any number of things. But let's remember that the proverb that we just read wasn't written to only address the times of now. This is thousands of years old. This is a human problem that has always been going on. We're supposed to obey this wisdom individually. And this becomes important as we consider New Year's resolutions and a new year because, man, our sense of justice shapes who we are. And we've watched this throughout the whole year in the Bible. We've seen the erosion that takes place among a people and among individuals when justice is hidden. Proverbs isn't like giving us something to mentally ascend to or go like, yeah, I agree with that, that proverb. I agree with that posture. Friends, we've just about read the entire Bible. God is a God of justice. And God's people are supposed to look like that. In God's commands, justice is a characteristic of God's people because it, it shapes us. It shapes us whether we engage with the idea or it shapes us if we ignore the idea. Engaging it will be different for each of us. What does it mean to you? What does it mean to me? Are we even paying attention? Because if we are, the Holy Spirit will lead us to the orphans and the widows. Like this is true religion, according to James. But ignoring this, ignoring this is ignoring one of the core understandings that we have about God. We believe he is just and good, and we depend on that, and he's depending on us. So we can think that this is a God problem. He is just. He is good. Let him bring his justice to the poor. Let him, let him help the helpless. Or we can learn what we've learned all year in the Bible. If the scriptures are accurate, then the Holy Spirit of God indwells us and lives within us and transforms us day by day into his image. And we are his hands and feet, the flesh and bone that brings the message and the blessing of God to the earth. And We've read this over and over. One of those blessings is that nobody gets left behind. The poor and helpless are treated fairly. We have a role to play in that story. In any, any way. It's not just like a vote. It's in any way. How can you be involved? How can I be involved in a big way, in a small way? Because we've watched this during the past year. Proverbs speaks wisdom, the deep wisdom of the ages, directly in our face. And so we must engage with what the proverb is teaching us today. But if we would put proverbs in our lives as a resolution, ah, we would be pouring wisdom into our hearts every single day of our lives. 
and we do feast upon the Proverbs every day here at Daily Audio Bible, but there's the Daily Audio Proverb. It takes you through the entire book of Proverbs in a month, each month. Like, it takes two minutes a day. Two minutes a day will put the wisdom of the ages in your life every single month. So let's engage as we move into a year where we explore what is true, what is true of us, what is false. Because the Bible has no problem pointing those things out and inviting us to confront them. And so, Father, we thank you. We thank you for this day. We thank you for the Proverbs. We thank you for the call to to act, to speak, to judge fairly, to defend. Help us know what that looks like for each one of us as we continue to extend our hands and feet to your service that you might bless the world through us. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com That is home base. That is the website. That is where you find out what's going on around here. The Daily Audio Bible app does that. Puts it in the palm of your hand. Just look for Daily Audio Bible in the app store that works with your device. And you should be able to find it. And we're gearing up, right? We're gearing up for an ending. Land is in sight We are about to land another year and then we will set sail again on a brand new voyage. And so you can get connected in any way that you can or that you will at the website or on the app. The community section is a great place for that. The Daily Audio Bible Shop has resources for the journey that we are on. And if you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible as the year draws to a close, thank you. Thank you humbly. We, um, we've always said this because it's always been true. Can't do this if we don't do this together. And so thank you deeply for your partnership. There is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the give button in the upper right hand corner or the mailing address is PO box 1996 Spring Hill, Tennessee 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the online button in the app or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you and I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Good morning, my dear family. I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas. Um... I want to pray, pray for Andrea, who's just been diagnosed with a medical issue that uh, she's not claiming in the name of Jesus, praise the Lord, and her daughter, Rain. Lord God, I lift these two ladies up to you and ask God that you um, bring healing, spiritual and physical healing in your wings. I pray, Heavenly Father, over... Um, Angela, that she be um, healed of every issue that she has in her body, and that you, uh, next time she goes to the OBGYN, that she will be uh, told there is nothing wrong. Lord God, I pray over her daughter, Rain, that she walk with you all the days of her life. 
Lord God, open her eyes and her ears so that she can see you clearly. See the love that you are lavishing upon her. See the hope that you will bring her. See the peace that comes from knowing you as Lord and Savior. Lord Jesus, bring her before the throne of mercy, on her knees, begging for forgiveness and mercy upon her soul. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hi. This is Brenny Love. I have a friend, Jeanette, who's going to have surgery tomorrow, starting at 2.40. It's a long surgery, about 48 hours, while they correct her digestive tract, which has lots of scars and disease. So it's very serious. And she asked for prayer, and I want to give it to her. Please, anyone, if you think of Jeanette that lives in Milwaukee, Oregon, please lift her in your prayers the next couple of days. I realize this may not go out on the prayer line in that time, but, you know, Lord knows. He knows everything, and He has her in her hand. She's been told she might have to have a colostomy bag, which she thinks is the worst thing in the world, and she doesn't want to live through that, but God knows what's needed better than than I do. So I just pray for the best outcome for her. They have all the teams together so that it can keep going that long. And I really praise God for all that he is doing in her life and in all the people that are praying. Bless you all and have a great day. Good morning, Dabbers. Marjorie from New Mexico. And I'm just calling in to request prayers for my son, Joshua. I think I called in a while back, um, but I'm still needing prayers for him. Um, He got saved a few years back. However, um, He's drinking heavily. His home life is, is not great. He's, he cares for my other son and his father who are um, both very selfish people. And I know that um, <clears throat> he uses that as an excuse to drink. There's, there should be other coping mechanisms, but I'm so worried about him, guys. So I just ask that you please cover him in your prayers. His name is Joshua. Please ask the Lord to take away this affliction from his life. Um, Alcoholism runs on both sides of my family, and a cousin of mine just died on December 16th from cirrhosis for um, drinking for many years. So I just ask that you keep my son in prayer and pray for God to remove this affliction. Thank you, Dabbers. I'm praying for you all, and I love you. Good evening, my precious DAB family. This is Blessed Assurance calling to ask for you to pray for my family. My cousin, Laura, just called to let me know that her husband, Jeff, has been taken to the hospital with COVID. His lungs are full with pneumonia. His oxygen has dropped to 80. This is a Christian family who loves God very much. They have two teenage kids. Jeff has unexplained health issues this last year. He was once a fit, early 50-year-old man in good health. He inexplicably inexplicably has, has lost his speech, all emotion, 
loss of his right hand and several other faculties over the last year. The doctors have run several tests but have been unable to diagnose him. So please, family, keep Jeff in your prayers that God's will be done. My hope is that our great healer will restore Jeff to his once vibrant self and that he could resume being the great father and husband to his family. But I also pray that God's will be done. And if that means taking Jeff home to be with the Lord, where he will be restored, then I ask prayers of comfort over Laura and the kids. Thank you for your prayers, my family. God bless you. Thank you.